Welcome to the Manga Cafe. I'm doing a little bit lower energy than Ghost Divers because I came up with a title for these bonus episodes. And Manga Cafe just feels like more of a chill vibe than like diving into ghosts. Um, That's true. Yeah. And so I'm your your host, I guess, Neve. Eventually I'm going to have to get Connor on this, but he just does not read manga like I do. Um, the, uh-huh. My main friend who also reads a lot of manga is you. So if you want yeah. to introduce yourself. <laughs> um, I'm M uh, of the Shirokuma's Cafe, <laughs> adjacent to the manga cafe. Yeah. 
Um, there's actually like a little door in the back. So if you want to go over and get like some coffee there, you can. Yes. Um, I, I do have normal mapping and Gundam. I've been on this before when it didn't have a name. Yeah. Um, so far you are basically the co-host of this. <laughs> uh, I did not sign up for that. Yeah. But I do read a lot of manga and I'm happy to podcast with you for just about anything, honestly. So. Um, Maybe I get you to read Berserk, because Autumn sure isn't. I mean, it's on my list of things to read next, so. Um, there's something that I, I was starting, but I don't even remember. Oh, I was going to re- read uh, Witch Hat Atelier. Oh, okay. But, That's not done yet, so we can't, yeah. we can't podcast about it. Yeah. But I also do want to read Berserk. I guess Berserk technically oh. is also not done now, but um, you could finish it. You yeah. know, and then just be like, we're, you know, we read up to where Amira died. Yeah. Uh, I did realize the other thing that I started, which is that I, I read the first entire uh, volume of Kaze-san in like less than an hour because it's, it's such like. I have that on my iPad. To read. Yeah. It just goes down incredibly smooth, but it was so smooth that I was like, I have to just like, I read an entire volume and I have to just put it down and then just let myself pick it up again um, mm-hmm. when I, like, feel the urge. Because if I try to work through it, I'm going to, like, lose the magic of it, which is that it's just so... Like, if I'm just constantly it's only five in... volumes, so, like, that's, like, a single day yeah. work. Um, it's that kind of vibe where, like, chugging a glass of water is doable, but, like, a gallon just becomes a chore. Um, so I don't think I can just marathon that. I think I would just end up hating it. Um, but literally every chapter starts with like introducing the characters. It's so funny how it's so clearly set up to just be a bunch of one shots. Um, okay. Yeah. But we're not here to discuss any of that stuff. We're here to talk about paradise kiss. Um, Um, that's true because I still just continue to have Yazawa eye on the brain. Um, and I, I finished this first and then like, Maybe a week after I finished it, you just read through all of it in a couple days, it feels like. Yeah, like two days, two or three days. I um didn't really intend. It's just been a thing I was meant to do, and uh, I just kind of got around to it. I was like, oh, I think I can read Paradise Kiss now. Yeah. Very short. Um, It is significantly shorter than Nana. It's a much easier yeah. read in that regard. Um, also, I, I'd seen the anime, so I knew what happened on this one. Yeah, although um, cause I, I think you were tweeting something about like not sure how well you remembered the end of the anime. Um, I think I read somewhere that the, the anime and the manga end differently. I don't know how differently though. Cause I don't think that's true. I specifically didn't remember, I guess spoilers are obviously for paradise kiss. Yeah. I specifically didn't remember Isabel and George on the boat together, but I know that happens in the anime because it's the, I was like, Oh, I remember this. And it was just delight and surprise all over again. Yeah. Um, honestly, one of the best moments in the ending for me yes um do we want to summarize this i can do that yeah sure um yukari hayasaka is a high school student who is um just very studious because it's expected of her uh she's trying to get ready to get into uh college with a lot of like pressure on her and she runs afoul of a bunch of 'er ne'er-do-wells from the art school and not that they're like like hooligans right they're not like a bunch of like banjo kids they're just art kids and they're the most dangerous types honestly yeah Uh, and they are all working fashion and they um want her to be their model for their upcoming show um and she agrees uh and in doing so is pulled into their orbit and falls in love with george who is uh their designer 
uh, who is a beautiful boy who's very weird and cold and lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, they, they prep for the shows and she gets she suddenly realized maybe she could actually become a model and uh, romance happens and it's weird. And uh, that's kind of the book. Yeah. Um, and in, in some way, like. I feel like it's going to be hard not to talk about Nana to some degree when we talk about this, just because, I mean, they were running concurrently when, um, I forget it, which one, I think one of them started first, but they definitely were like running at the same time for a while. Paradise Kiss, Paradise Kiss is definitely running first because, uh, Nana has, oh, Paradise Kiss ended and now the anime is coming and now the anime is out in the back matter of, uh, in Nana. Um, I'm just trying to remember exactly when, because I I know there's at least some overlap of like when they were, um, being released, uh, and Nana just like took off. Um, mm. I can even do like, because I feel like in general when it comes to to, Uzawa Eyes works like Nana is just the one the big popular one. Um, it's like the one that people will talk about first, and then it's Paradise Kiss, and then like everything else falls off um significantly after that um mm-hmm. i was gonna quick check because i think there's a yeah these are just numbers that i can pull up from the yazawa i discord that i'm in um so people who have the nana roll uh 1819 mm-hmm. then the paradise kiss is 673 um and then the next highest is the one um for the Gokinjo Monogatari, the like neighborhood story one, mm-hmm. um, which is the the, I mean technically Paradise Kiss is the sequel to it. I was gonna call it the prequel, but it, not really. Um, and that one's two hundred and forty three. And then the the other ones that even have um, like people assigned with that role uh, just falls into like hundreds and then double digits. So. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's then just hard to to talk about Paradise Coast without, to some degree, talking about like how does this relate to her big work that everyone knows. Um, I would not say that's necessary, but <laughs> if you must. Well, also I'm just extremely not a brand. Um, yes. But I like one of the key differences um, that I kind of felt in reading Paradise Kiss is that it it's shorter and thus can be like a little bit more closed. And so the entire thing feels kind of like just the, um, the buildup and like dissolution of a relationship, like the getting together and then the, the breakup kind of, um, yeah. And which, yeah, it can, it can uh, kind of just be about that one. This also coincides with the, like, honeymoon period of discovering a new passion Mm -hmm. and then it dissolving into oh right this is still just work i still gotta live my life Uh, yeah this this is just my job (laughs) yeah um and that that makes it like with the biggest arc that we have that could be like that is seeing the arc with uh hachi and shoji in nana and that's just like literally the first three volumes or something um Mm -hmm. Because all of the rep, really that Nana is about the relationship between the two of them. Um, and we never get like any resolution. Um, but if it's building to anything, it's building to them reuniting, not like a breakup. And so there's a weird inversion there to me. Um, or not weird, mm-hmm. but um, notable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if we want to if we want to first just talk through some of the characters. Um. Uh, sure. Um, so, you know, you have Yukari coming into this space. Uh, everyone calls her Caroline as her like s- stage name, I guess. Yeah. Um, Most of them have like a, a English name. It's just her and Isabella and George. Yeah, I guess so. And Isabella is like a different, is like a specific. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, she's, it's weird. Cause she ends up being like kind of the, like, she's basically the big downer in this book. Like she exists to thwart everyone else's like, <laughs> like moving forward with things, um, and throws wrenches and all of their plans sometimes for the better, but she is like a character that is in opposition to kind of everyone else in a way that is, um, she does not understand that that is the case yeah. often. Um, but I think that like is good. Um, and the book doesn't really go out of the way to make her the sympathetic point of view character in that. Like it's aware that she oversteps and fucks up and just kind of lets that be the tone that it takes while that happens. Yeah. Um, and I do like that about it. Um, I do. So she ends up with George. We'll talk about George in a second. Cause George is uh beautiful. And I love him. <laughs> um, but she ends up with George and, the 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 way in which she interprets him and their relationship is just bewildering to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was bewildering when I watch the anime. It's bewildering when I read the book. Like I understand, like on paper, I understand how she like why she's like this. It makes sense. It's like her first relationship. This guy feels like he's entirely out of her league and is like so mature and aloof and different. Um, most of those things aren't true. Um, but she doesn't know that. Um, but she just interprets everything with like. It's like he's cold because he's toying with me and he doesn't believe in anything. Uh, there's no, she just doesn't believe that other people can feel things strongly the way she does. I think is like fundamentally what it is, yeah. uh, which is a very teenage way of looking at the world. Um, like my feelings are real and everyone else is kind of play acting at them. Um, and it just causes so many problems for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it is like notable that this feels so much more about teens. Um, yes. just in the way that it, it is like dealing with, I think especially like a lot of it's dealing with first in a way that, um, you know, Nana doesn't and some other like more adult focused stuff doesn't where, um, Ali's just being an absolute menace during this recording. Um, not even Lem, which is the normal one. Um, anyway, uh, and yeah, I think it's, in some ways she's one of the ones where you feel it the most. And some of that is just that she's the, uh, perspective character. Um, but also that she basically starts the manga, like not really having any idea of what she wants to do or like, basically her, uh, intro is that she just has a photo of, um, is it Hiroyuki hero? The, the boy who she ultimately ultimately ends up with, um, in her, like, uh, student ID booklet. Yeah. Um, and so it's really, it's just like, I have a crush on this boy. That's like basically all she has figured out. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't really like going to school, but I'm doing it cause it's what my parents tell me to do. Um, yeah. and yeah, all of it is just the process of like trying to figure out, um, being your own person and relating to other people as like your own person and having yes. lots of fuck ups along the way. Um. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, George. <laughs> yeah, so George is 
the illegitimate son of like a very famous businessman. Yeah. They don't really say he's just like a guy in a suit who's very wealthy and charming. Um, And his mom was a model and she had her George very young and it kind of like could put the end to her career. And uh, because he is like someone who is self-parented with an immature young mother, um, he just is someone who's very like close with his feelings um, and is flippant to the point of like shocking Caroline because she doesn't understand what people like people who just aren't like you know play things off because they otherwise they're too bothered by them is like um uh i'm you know just talking about george speaking about myself let's do that here um <laughs> but um george is just like he's he's got these dreams of clothes and they're like the people at paradise kiss like their little group love them but they're like clearly impractical like he he wants to design high fashion they're trying to make a clothing brand like he knows he's frustrated about it because he really is destined for like high fashion but understands that's like the biggest like closed space in the world like no one gets into high fashion um his chances are very uh like low to ever make it yeah um and he's got to take care of his mom because like, what if his dad cuts them off? Cause he's got them up in like a, an apartment that he pays for or whatever. And he never sees his dad and stuff like that. Um, and so he like models and he does makeup work and he designs these clothes and he's a high school student and he drives a fucking cool sports car. Uh, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, he is, he's like the perfect boy in, in like the idealized shoujo way. Uh, but also in the way that, you know, uh is how i books go he's just like kind of cold and kind of flaky in the way he treats people in a way that like caroline can't process she doesn't understand why he's like that and the answer is because he's also 17 you idiot yeah (laughs) 17 year old people do not have emotional consistency it's part of being 17 um yeah one thing that uh you were talking about before we you know even conceived of doing this recording um, was that, and and I agree that George is just like uh, far more interesting as a love interest than basically any of the boys in Nana. Um, yes. Unless my, my counter was, unless you count uh, Osaki Nana as one of the I boys. Don't. I do. <laughs> I don't. And <laughs> that's the difference. Um, yeah. Because I, I think truly like, I, I think your argument makes sense, yeah. but I think for like, shoujo manga reader reasons it does not i don't think that holds yeah um but because most of the and i i think like if you're if there's one big comparison otherwise that i would make um it would probably be uh takami who's the one who's like cold and everything but is like far more just clearly manipulative um you yes you don't get the same interiority around like uh what sort of things are going into like George's situation where he's behaving this way, where some of the stuff um, could still for, uh, for Yukari, for Caroline be like, um, could begin to like move into abusive territory if it like continued and became like more of a problem. Um, Yes. But also there's so much more like, grounding there of like no this is just a person who's like bad at being an adult but is is trying to project adulthood so much that um and it, it like has to project yes adulthood. like feels like that is his obligation yeah um and because of that is like hurting people sometimes um well, it's weird because like the the rest of the paradise kiss group don't see george the same way that caroline does mm-hmm. um 
and mostly from Caroline's perspective, where she reads uh, his flippancy and his coldness is like he's like demanding that I live up to his expectations. When in reality, he just like the every time he's like particularly cruel to her is when she reminds him of his mother, which is like the biggest <laughs> mood of yes. people with bad parents in the world, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and it makes sense that he would be that way because she, his mom, literally hangs out with him all the time and mopes about why he has prettier girlfriends than she is and why she threw away her life to have him. And like, no wonder he's fucked up, right? Yeah. Um, and um, he he like consistently is like, um, don't pursue this because you think it's going to make me happy. About like, you got to do the thing you want to do. Um, like I'm I like I'm dating. I'm going to date you. I'm in love with you. You're my muse right now. But you can't live your life being someone's muse because then what if they leave? Like he's just desperately aware of like being in this world, especially as a woman means sometimes you get hooked on a guy and then you're stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't want that for her and uh, doesn't want to be the guy who does that to people. Um, Yeah. I think it's telling like, unlike Takumi, uh, everyone in paradise kiss thinks George is like, like incredibly like self-sacrificing hardworking guy who isn't mean and cruel. Right. Yeah. Um, Most of the other people kind of, uh well and also there there's like a clear difference in the way that people are responding where um most of the people in the in Paradise Kiss recognize a little bit of just being like uh George is kind of like this he's just a little eccentric sometimes he's a little flippant like he doesn't really mean yes. anything by it um you know he could maybe be better about it but like this is just kind of how he is right now um yeah. and it's like not that terrible. Uh, whereas everyone in Nana kind of seems aware that Takumi is a, an asshole. Um, yes. Like, you know, there's the whole scene in the after party where like Shin throws water or like a glass of alcohol or something in his face. Um, like everyone just kind of hates him. Um, yes. And then what you get with the interiority of like the, the female protagonist is like, um, Yukari is like, also fucked up in her own ways around her parents and everything where she is reading more maliciousness into it. Whereas what's happening in Nana that also then feels more legitimately like experiences that I've had around abuse is like Uh justifying to herself, like, Oh, these behaviors actually show that he's caring or something. Um, that is like more into that. Like you are being manipulated and, um, not to say that like Hachi is, is doing these things in a way that, uh, is like bad for her. She's being put in these situations where she's like being intentionally cut off from other support systems by Takami. And then he's being like, I'll always be here for you. Uh, which is just clearly like a manipulator tactic. Um, and so that is like so starkly different. Um, and so that is why I say like the closest comparison I can see is Osaki Nana where, she's the one who is a little bit possessive, has these problems, but you're seeing a lot of it where it's coming from with like her relationship with her parents, with, um, you know, past relationships and things like that. Um, and it's also like usually genuinely trying to be, um, like does not have like the same malicious intent, even as she's sometimes being like, well, if you're dating Hachi, then she can play in my backyard, (laughs) uh, without Mm -hmm. like a leash on. Um, in a way that's just, you know, both of them are still kind of fucked up, but <laughs> um, in a far more understandable way, I think. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm, I think, just far more of a, a Nanahachi shipper than you are. So. 
Um, I mean, I'm. It's weird because like it's just like the presumed like you can't. I, I'm not shipping the canon ship. Like I just yeah. it's like in the gravity of what the show's about, like, right? <laughs> um, but or the the book, but also the book never gets there. So it's like I guess technically that that is shipping. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's complicated by like my the perception of what Nana was going into it, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, but also like, I just like ultimately Paradise Kiss is a much more traditional shoujo book about beautiful people in very luxurious situations, like living and dying for their art. And uh, Nana is at its heart a like punk band, like so like, you know, melodrama. Um, yeah. And that just aesthetically is not as interesting to me. Right. Like I, I like it when everyone wears beautiful dresses and sad in the gardens as they talk about flowers. I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> eating this shit up. <laughs> um speaking of punk, we can talk briefly about Arashi. Uh, which the funniest reveal on this, which maybe this is something that I just would know if I had read uh Gokinjo Monogatari, but um mm-hmm. that both of his parents are just punk. He's just like comes from a long line of <laughs> yes. punks. Was just yes. so, so funny. funny. <laughs> like normally the punk is like, oh, I'm rebelling against my family. And it's just yeah. like, no, like <laughs> mom and dad were just punks, so I guess I'm a punk too. Like I'm continuing yeah, on with the family business. This, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, um and he's like he's like the the one who's like does all the sewing. Um, oh. and he's like the really like we, we have this many days to get this stuff done. He's like very like grounded about what they have to do, but also is ultimately like the most emotionally immature one. Yeah. Um, uh, and but, like, you can't talk about Arashi without talking about Miwako because they are. Yes. She's like the, um, really like Lolita pop style girl who refers to herself in the third person. And, um, she has a sister who basically has the exact same style, but they insist is very different styles um, <laughs> who runs a clothing brand already. Yeah. Um, and she is like very emotionally sensitive, but expresses it in kind of like cute childlike ways, um, just as like her demeanor. Um, and those two have just been dating for a long time and have this like very like lazy lived in feeling to the relationship. Yeah. Where like sometimes they fight and they Arashi definitely like, doesn't understand how much Muwaku does for him and is not super considerate of their feelings. Um, but not in like a way that either of them see as a problem, just in a way you're like, oh, they should probably like figure this shit out someday. Yeah. Um, uh, and they do, they try like the course of the manga does help, uh, Arashi come to terms with the fact that he's a bit of a dick sometimes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Miwako in particular is the one that like the one character for me that is the most like, oh, this was made in like the early to mid 2000s because just like this style of Lolita pop uh, was just like a huge fad in Japan that just has disappeared. Um, I know it's sad because I love it. (laughs) Yes, Um, I think she's so cool. She's so cool. But and it's in such a way where like uh, I feel like. So while I was reading Paradise Kiss, I went and visited um, my brother and his wife and kids. And my parents also live in the same city. So uh, basically all of them. Um, And my brother reads comics. And so I was reading it and he was asking me about it. Um, And I realized as I was describing Paradise Kiss that like Miwako is the character that like would most need explanation if you just aren't familiar with like Japanese culture. (laughs) (laughs) of just like Mm. she acts like a little kid but this is just like a style for a a while like um 
there there's just like stuff going on there that I think would be harder. Like the whole thing of doing the third person is the thing that totally makes sense if you're like familiar with this as a thing that happens sometimes in Japanese. Um mm-hmm. but it just feels really bizarre and um like uh does not translate the e- most easily to to English in terms of just like it localizing, I guess, sense. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Um, but I, um, I do really love her. She's a great character. <laughs> um, yes. And part of it's like, she's like ultimately kind of the one who pulls Caroline in and is like, you know, the one who takes care of her when she's feeling very like overwhelmed by all of this. Yeah. Um, and that's her, like, she's the caretaker of the group, right? Like she manages everyone's feelings and gets them all to calm down and is just sweet and good. Um, and I love her. She's great. Yeah. Um, I was going to say like possibly the most emotionally mature of all of the characters. Although I feel like Isabella is also in that, um, Isabella is that, but only in so much as that she understands things, but won't like act on yes. them. Like <laughs> she, she, like if she is as emotionally mature as she like professes, uh, she does have, she either is cruel or, um, like negligent of acting on those feelings. Like at some point you have to like do something when you understand your friends have made mistakes and she'll just sit there and be like, ah, oh, the, the beauty of, of the tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, some of it also reminds me because, uh, Isabella is like canon trans. Um, mm-hmm. and some of it too f- feels to some degree where like, there was definitely a period of my life where, uh, I was trans and just being like, I can't make waves. Like, I'm mm-hmm. already making enough waves being trans. I can't make more waves. Uh, and there's a little mm-hmm. bit that I can read into that, although it doesn't like fully explore it. But um, yeah, I feel like of the the like main cast, she's probably she gets the least screen time, which uh, is yes. kind of a shame because I love her. Um, That's especially true in the anime where um, she's just kind of like a background. Ca- they don't even like reveal that she's trans in the anime until the episode with her backstory. OK, yeah, because all the like little aside jokes are cut out. Which I understand why you would do that because they're kind of shitty. Um, yeah, teens sometimes they're shitty. Yes, um, uh, but yeah. So so Isabella is a rich girl who grows up in a mansion, seemingly with just a butler. Like she has parents, but like we don't see their, them or whatever. Um, and as a child, she wanted to wear dresses, so George made her a dress, and they just became like thickest thieves. Um, but because of that, she ends up like being like this like inverse rose of versailles situation right she lives in like she's like from a different era of shoujo right? yeah <laughs> like that's part of her like like beauty and her, her frustration is that she'll just like sigh wonderfully and that's like her like and george understands it. he's like right there and zo- zoomed in on yeah. what that means because he's like obsessed with her in like a healthy way mostly whatever yeah but um um she just ends up kind of like drifting in the background of every other character's life uh, in a way that like is clearly intentional, um, both in like posture for her and like what she represents as like a figure in the story. Uh, but she is wonderful. I do like her every time she shows up and like is kind of motherly or whatever. Um, and she is like seemingly the most like I'm doing the thing I want and I, I you know, it has its cost. But what else am I going to do? And I like hang out with the group and George, me and George are uh, seemingly soulmates. Um, in a non-romantic way and that's just what it is yeah um and it's it's great that they end up together um yes (laughs) definitely seems like a much healthier relationship than uh george and yukari um yeah (laughs) 
Um, which, yeah, especially with, um, like, the relationship with George and Yukari. I think the other thing, this is, like, skipping back a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. that struck me a lot, too, is um, I, I felt like a very, like, uh, accurate and honest portrayal of when you're in a relationship and you both do still kind of just genuinely love each other, but you also become aware that, like, you are not the best for each other. That, like... Mm you you have uh issues that like both of you have issues that grade against each other in ways that intensify mm-hmm. and you either have to like very intentionally work on that or just be like maybe we just can't do this um and it ends in the maybe we just can't do this but um and then i, f- I feel like it's the main cast there's also a hero but he's a, a nothing character it's weird because like <laughs> Hero, hero setup is like the stock, like inertia shonen boy, yeah. right? Or a shojo boy. Like he's just the nice boy in class. who's very earnest that the girl always ends up like falling for or whatever. Um, and he doesn't have like a dramatic backstory reveal where he's like, you know, there's the, his circumstances version of this boy. That's like the most cartoonish nonsense thing. Um, but he, he's, he wants to be a therapist. Um, and at some point in the book, once he realizes like what mess he's been dragged into, he just starts being a therapist for everybody <laughs> yes. in a way that's like very like they need it, but also it's like very precocious and adorable to me. <laughs> uh, it was the one part of the book where I kind of laughed because um, at what like at once they need it. Uh, it is kind of funny that this just like other teen is just doing it. Um, yes. But there's also a certain amount to which I'm like, ah, she had to wrap this up. And so she just had, yes. she just introduced Hero wants to be a therapist. And now he's going to help explain some of the issues to to fix it. <laughs> yes. Honestly, um, I wish that someone like this was in the lives of most of my show protagonists. <laughs> it would help them a lot. Yes. <laughs> um. Then I was. I, to be fair, I have friends I go to when I need advice too. I, yeah. Like these, these people, it's not like it's not like it is a plot device, but it's not like these people don't exist in people's lives. Like I'm yeah. this for some people in my life, and some people are this for me in my life. Um, the um, part that was just funny to me is how much he's like a nothing character until suddenly yes. he becomes everyone's therapist. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, you know, I'm not saying that it like was completely shoehorned in, but it is just no, funny. No. Uh, like switch gets flipped with, and he's just like, yes. well, he's going to be in the story more now and he's going to help people work through their problems. That's his job now. Yes. Um, I do like the way in which George initially is like actually genuinely jealous of him, um, but won't admit it. He doesn't admit it to like the very end of the book after it's already blown through. And he's like, Oh, clearly it was nothing. And it turns out actually it wasn't nothing, but only after George got the picture does that happen. Yeah. Um, but, um, George has like George's thing is that George is aware that he's in a manga. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, not as like a character trait that matters, but he constantly references like, oh, we couldn't do this because we didn't have the pages for uh, for, you know, for Arashi and Miwako to get anything. And like, what? Yeah. what are you talking about? It's like, don't worry about it. The- or there's a bit where during this, there's one of the best panels in the entire book is like uh, him and uh, and Caroline are having sex. And uh, he's like, I've got to come. We're out of panels. <laughs> That's my excuse. It's just yes. really fucking good. Um, I was, if you didn't br- bring that part up, I was going to bring it up because it's one of the funniest. Like, Yuzawa uh, Ai is very good at this, like, falling into breaking the fourth wall. Um, yes. And some of the, the ones in Paradise Kiss are just, like, her, her firing at her best for that stuff. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, ending a sex scene with he's going to come early because they're out of panels is fantastic. <laughs> the But the thing with him is that he constantly confronts Hero as like, I'm the hero because a hero in Shonen is the guy the main girl is in love with. And I want I want screen time because I'm George and I'm a bit of an egotist. Um, and thus I can't let you, hero, become the become the love interest because then I lose pages. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very good. <laughs> it's really funny because he uh George is the character George and Isabella, mostly George though, end up like in like infiltrating the back pages of Nana, just like they just decide to set up shop because they like the attention. And it's yeah. really funny how much this story like has an ending and has like a, like a feature thing, like the feature state where like everyone's settled down and everything's chill. But George and Isabella specifically are just too powerful to be contained by such a pedestrian ending. And they just have to be wacky fourth wall characters in another book. <laughs> and I really appreciate that because he is a dramatic motherfucker. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is interesting because I think the other, Isabelle is also one of the other big ones who regularly breaks the fourth wall and in ways that mm -hmm. like are very aware that it is a, a manga. <laughs> yes. Um, and like the tropes of the genre. Um, there's like a part where, uh, I'm like flipping through trying to see if I can find the exact moment, but where she, uh, chastises George for like, mm -hmm. oh, as the like protagonist, don't you know that like, for that chapter, it should have just been like a kiss. You shouldn't have had sex already. <laughs> We're supposed to like build up to that. That's supposed to be the big climax of the, the like story. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just very funny. Um, yeah. Um, I do. I do love those two together. Uh, it made me want to go reread the, the Nana pages where they show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm now in the process of getting physical copies of, uh, like Paradise Kiss. I just have the big 20th anniversary edition. That's how I read yeah, it. Yeah. I just got a nice big um, reprint printing. Yes. And it's, you know, if it's still in print, it's what, $30 or something, which is not bad. Yeah. Um, but I've yeah. also been getting the, the individual for Nana. Um, and so I'm excited to be able to just like flip to the back easily and read things or just like flip around and find panels. Um, mm. cause it's just so much harder to do that reading it on a tablet for mm. all the benefits. Have you watched, have you seen the anime of this? Uh, I've not seen all of it. I saw, I know I've seen a couple episodes, but so this was, I think this is back in the days where, um, like it just used to be that watching all of an anime was so hard because, uh, you either had to find a place where you could rent it that would have all of it. Um, or you had to buy it and it was just incredibly expensive. Um, and they would come out still like, you know, a DVD with like two or three episodes on it sometimes. Because um, mm -hmm. they just really want to get as much money for it as they can. Um, and so I think it was back during that era where I rented it. Um, I never owned it. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know how many episodes were on the, the DVD that I rented, but think that was it um okay yeah because we covered it for a uh we have a side po podcast if you don't if you don't know what i do <laughs> we have a side podcast where we watch anime that is like patreon driven called your uncle's beach house and years ago we got paradise kisses one of our like earlier entries and watched it all that was my introduction to uh is eyes work mm -hmm. um and i really liked the it's like one that's really stuck with me um because i just thought it was like 
it was like a good romance anime that has kind of a dour ending, but not in a way that feels like over. It feels real. It just like really hit for me. I was like, oh, sometimes you're a shitty. Sometimes you're like high school love just doesn't work out. And it's not because anyone did anything wrong. It's just, you know, you're both not people wholly yet. Right. Yeah. Or who you are as a person hasn't formed yet and will change a lot. And you just drift apart and it's fine. Um, and uh, it's a pretty good anime. Um, incredible uh, ED. Uh but one doesn't look nearly as nice because they just don't, they just can't draw the shit out of the fashion stuff. Yes. Um, the way the manga can. And also just doesn't have the, like the goofy asides in the same way. It has a lot of like chibi poses, you know, like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of Caroline in particular becoming this like little noodly armed, like Popeye girl. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and that stuff's all in the anime, but all the like little like backgrounds were like characters in the back of scenes will like shout in panels, like what, just complaining or like reacting to what's happening in the main story. All that stuff gets cut. And like, unfortunately it makes sense, but yeah, um, that's the stuff that rewatching every, like rereading. And I'm like, Oh, this stuff's like really helps ground the story. And like, it's, it feels like the end of the world to Caroline specifically because it's their first real love, but it's just kind of like three weeks in everyone's life. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it's interesting because I don't remember too much of the, the um, anime as well, other than it was like, I don't know if I saw that. I probably read um, some chapters of Nana and Shoujo beat, but I don't even know if I connected them at the time as being like, these are works from the same person. Um, mm. but cause I'm, I've just been slowly watching through the Nan, uh, Nana anime as I, um, mm. like have time off from watching anime for ghost divers is really the thing. Yeah. Um, and also watching along with your other anime podcast, GGP. Um, yeah, but, uh, th- this cat is just being so obnoxious. Um, normally I'll lock them out of the bat, uh, bedroom but it's very hard because emily's in bed right now and wants cats so um anyway um but yeah the the nana anime i feel like just has a uh like longer it spends more time like actually replicating stuff within the manga and i i feel like this because this is like a five volume manga i feel like it takes them like 25 episodes to get through five volumes um in mm-hmm. nana and it so i think that just allowed for that space for um having more of those jokey asides and things um yeah they they will like slightly tweak it or often they'll be like you know talking about this is an anime instead of this is a manga or whatever but uh for the most mm-hmm. part like it's a very faithful adaptation and a very direct adaptation um which has its up and ups and downs but as someone who loves this i enjoy it <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like this was also the one where, um, cause it is, I feel like there's definitely some like styles that you can place with George, but I feel like there's an intentional, like his is a little bit outside of just what was the dominant style, um, or like trends in Japan at the time. Um, whereas like a lot of other characters in this and then also in Nana are directly doing like, you know, we, we've talked about the Lolita pop, the punk, um, more in Nana, you get like the visual Kai stuff. Um, yes. Uh, and all of that, or I guess visual K I always say Kai because of German. (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay. 
but his is the most that's kind of like this broad like high fashion style but not uh as clearly placed in like a a trend in japan um and some of it what i ended up wondering because i don't know if you know this about Yuzawa Ai, but she originally went to um, fashion school and I think okay. dropped out before she like graduated. Um, mm-hmm. But knowing that and reading her mangas, uh, like manga work, it becomes there. There's a certain quality sometimes where I can see that she probably trained on drawing like outfits, like doing the sketches yes. you would do for outfits. Um, yes. And so it also makes me wonder if to some degree, George's like fashion is the stuff that she was doing and then mm-hmm. realized I can't, I probably won't be able to make it as a fashion designer. So I'm going to draw manga instead. Um, yeah. Which, um, <laughs> speaking of the, uh, temporal, like lockdown on paradise kiss, particularly this has a live action movie, yes. um, which came out in 2011. I'm going to send you a photo of everyone standing in a room. Okay, I haven't seen this, but I've been thinking about trying to find it. It's probably a little bit harder to find than the Nana ones, which are also hard. Uh, oh my please God. Please enjoy. Everyone is wrong. Yes. <laughs> it looks like an episode of common Rider. God, what is happening here? Well, you have, so you have Caroline <laughs> looking the most normal on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have George looking kind of like someone cosplaying as George, but really looking like the second writer of like a, a third tier common writer. Yes. He's got a terrible <laughs> hat. Um, he's not, he doesn't have blue hair for one. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess he appropriately <clears throat> looks like a teenager, but like George, by being a shoujo guy, does not look like a teenager in the framework of Paradise Kids. Yes. Right? Um, then you have uh, Isabella, who does not look as high fashion as Isabella looks at all times. Yeah, um, looks more almost like uh, like a certain like seventies vibe going on here that just yes. does not ever occur with Isabella. She, she looks like she's everyone's mom. Yes, <laughs> and, um. uh, and then you have then you have Miwako and Arashi who are just wrong. Yeah, uh, Arashi is just like. Is also just a guy from a common writer who's like yeah he just got he just has leather pants with a bunch of zippers yeah. and a chain around his neck that's it there's, <laughs> there's no piercings there's no spiked hair it's not bleach nothing and then uh, <laughs> and then just a girl with like twin tails yeah and, in like in like a in like a like an overall like shorts combo like there's nothing here of this character um she's defined by her like fashion in like <laughs> such an extreme way yeah uh, and just to see it like obliterated. <laughs> um this is wild this is this is so yes. much worse than the the nana live action <laughs> stuff where like yeah. sometimes stuff isn't quite right especially just some of the casting choices um mm-hmm. and definitely the first nana movie i think i've talked about this previously but has like a they're trying to replicate the outfits too exactly and so everything mm-hmm. looks a little bit cheap and costumey because they can't just like buy a whole bunch of Vivian Westwood and put it on all of these people. Um, yeah. And the second one just goes like, okay, let's just like actually do costumes that will make sense and look good that are in this fashion style, but like, uh, and are like fitting the marks, even if they aren't exactly what you see in the, the manga. But th- this is just like entirely wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really funny given like, you know, the anime just like replicates the manga pretty well, especially with the fashion. Like they do nail everyone gets their outfits. It yeah. looks great. That's the best part. Um, it was especially 
like Miwako I knew was supposed to be Miwako because she is kind of doing like a little bit more of like a bubbly and like uh yes, has a little but... bit of like a, a younger look compared to everyone else. Uh, yeah. but is is still wrong. And then Arashi I spent like while you were talking about George, I noticed Arashi, but I was looking <laughs> at that character for a good like five seconds, being like, who's that supposed to be? <laughs> and then I noticed that the pants were leather. And I was like, oh, okay. I think that's Arashi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it seems rough yeah um i mean the italian doesn't look too bad i imagine it more colorful than this but like i imagine it more dimly lit than this yeah. like the the specifically the anime just has it constantly like like it's a bar that no one goes to yeah right it just has this kind of like not not like no lighting but very kind of like chill like amber lighting at all times yes this feels very homey in a way that this feels like full lights this is, you know, this is like a cafe that like people I wouldn't like go to. <laughs> yes. Um, and you're just like, why is there like a, a, like, you know, torso mannequin over there with no clothes? Yes. On it? Yeah. And it's just like, it's part of the ambiance. Um, yeah. Yeah. God, that looks dire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. I just found the screenshot. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, this is one I'm going to like see if I can even find it because uh, I think Nana 2 is really hard to find. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like, that's Nana. People care about Nana. That was a decent movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's this other picture where um, Isabella's a little bit better, but not really. Um, okay. And none of the, it's still bad. Um, at least I they like you. put a little bit more glue in Arashi's oh, hair. There's like actual fashion choices happening here at least. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Isabella's hat is like a third the size it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, Give this woman the biggest hat. Please. Love of God. Again, I looked at this. I'm like, oh, it's Arashi. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Arashi. It's Isabella and it's Caroline. No, yeah. that's Morocco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, she she's a character literally defined by having giant pink hair <laughs> you can't give her normal hair yeah uh god this looks terrible <laughs> yeah um anyway very off the beaten path i really like paradise kiss it just aesthetically is more my sensibility like i like both books a lot i think like nana obviously is like much more ambitious and covering all these years um like what it's like to go through loss and and genuinely harrowing trouble and this is like some teens trying to figure out what they're gonna do after graduation not that that's not impactful but it is smaller by design um i just vibe with it more that's all you know yeah um and I just vibe with George, There's no guy I like the way I like George yeah. in Paradise Kiss. This is the other thing that happened is uh, you were either in the middle of Paradise Kiss or just finished it. And I watched Summerstock <clears throat> um, uh-huh. and just instantly I fully understood why you like George, uh, why you like Paradise Kiss more. Like it all just locked into place in my head. Um, uh, look, I'm, I, <laughs> Nana's not for boy likers. Paradise Kisses for boy likers. Yeah. <laughs> There's stuff there for boy likers. <laughs> um, and I am cursed sometimes like a boy, especially when they're kind of an asshole, but not in a real way that's damaging, just in a way that's like, to me, endearing. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
I I think I'm probably less of a boy liker than you, but there are yeah. moments, but often it involves a certain amount of like buildup where I can like imagine a relationship. Some of this is just that I'm Demi, but it becomes more intense with boys. Um, yeah. And, but also I know that like, if she was just like getting smug looks from like Mifune to draw George, probably it would work better on me. Um, mm. I just know the boys that I like. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. It's not even that there's any Mifune characters. Often Mifune's characters uh, hit worse than just like a photo of Mifune just hanging out in a suit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. You fucking kidding me? Um, he plays a bunch of like dirtbags and cool guys, and both of them are wrong. It, like yeah. he just needs to be beautiful and sit there and probably like not actually care about the movies making that much. I don't actually know anything about Mifune as like a person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in my mind, he's just like one of those, like I show up and do the job and then I go fucking home. I don't think about this shit. You yeah. Me? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm amazing at doing the job, but I just show up and do the job and then go home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Like I'm not going to like method anything. I'm Toshiro Mifune. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But every shot of him, like not on the job, he's just the most, oh. like does not give a Dream fuck out. ever. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> he's just always um, in some state of, of relaxation that I don't know how you get yes. to. <laughs> uh, you have to look like that before you can relax like that. Yeah. That's the secret. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think I have anything else for Paradise Kiss. It's really good, though. I'm glad I read it. I want to go read the rest of her work. I'm probably not right away, but um, now that I've got the two big ones out of the way, like, damn, just wrap it up. Yeah. Um, Did anything come of her exhibition or has that not happened yet? I assume nothing was going to. Um, I was not holding my breath. Yeah, that hasn't happened yet. So the big okay. the big thing, this is funny to me because uh, some of this is that I'm just like older and wiser in my year than mm-hmm. a lot of the TikTok teens that are the most active in the Yazawa Ai yes. Discord, um, which is a fully mm-hmm. like fan run Discord. Like Yazawa is mm-hmm. not in there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I <laughs> yes. hope not. That would be fucking wild. Um, but like, I'm like, have I've literally watched the process of this is like the biggest fan group for Yazawa I. Speculation mm-hmm. started happening in the fan group based purely on there's the um, exhibition coming up, and then I think it's the th- mm-hmm. the sixth of this month. Um, even more so that we should release this ASAP. Uh, everyone that I asked, aside from you, said that they wanted, they said, F- do it the next available Friday. But um, I think we're just going to do this ASAP because um, your vote counts more. And I kind of want to just you. do it ASAP. But anyway, um, I think it's the 6th uh, or maybe the 8th if I'm misremembering. Um, what did you mm. just send me? Um, I just sent you a, pic- a gif of oh, yeah, Rocco and <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's going to be an interview published in a magazine. Uh, Mm -hmm. is doing an an interview. Um, this combined with the recent announcements with, um, Hunter Hunter and Berserk caused a bunch of people in the discord to start, uh, get excited that maybe this means that Nana is going to return. That is how I is going to announce it. I don't know why those have it. anything to do with each other. Yes. But, okay. It's just like, um, they now believe that anything is possible because those yeah. are back. It, <laughs> see, the Miura thing, like the Berserk thing is weird because they always wanted to continue. Maybe they, they were good. Like, I, I want to believe. 
I don't know. I hope this is true. And I hope someday we, we just plays, plays out this track. I want to believe that they are doing this right. Like they had the ideas. They, they it's assistants who have been working on the book for literally years. Yeah. Um, they all just are like, he, he would want us to continue. We're going to continue and it's going to be weird, but we're doing it the best we can. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's an arts attempt, not the same thing. Tagashi coming back. I, like I'll read those chapters. It's like a tragedy that this man is back at the desk. Like yes. he's not even at a desk because he can't sit in a chair anymore. He's like propped up on pillows, drawing manga again because someone wouldn't let him stop. He should just be playing PS five and like doing nothing. Yeah. And part of me just wants Yuzawa Ai to rest. Um, yeah. because she also like has talked about having difficulty sitting in a chair, um, mm. after whatever medical issue she had. Um, yeah. but people in the discord are all excited that this means that maybe she's going to announce that, uh, Nana is coming back. I'm fairly positive. The interview is just going to be about the upcoming exhibition where she did some, yes. some one-off illustrations. Yeah. Um, they're great. Yeah. I want. All three of the mugs. I want the strawberry cups. Um, I want the 707 keys. Um, <laughs> like, I just want the stuff from this. It's going to be impossible to find because it's Japan only. Um, yeah. But I think it's just going to be about that. But uh, people in the Discord got very excited. And then, um, like, smaller uh, things started picking up on it. And now there's been, like, some bigger manga news uh, things that I've talked about, rumors that, like, you know, Yuzawa Ai is going to the rumors this. that come out of nowhere. Yes, and then the Discord is seeing these, like, tweets and stuff from these, like, publications that I think are just writing about, like, they probably have people who are the in Discord the Discord buzz? and yes. see the buzz yeah. and then getting more excited about it. And I'm just like, you all are setting yeah. yourself up for heartbreak. I'm not counting on yes. Nana coming back. Um, yeah. The most that could it, be is like maybe she finally is just like there's a few chapters that I want to get done. I just know that I can't do it myself, and like I've I've like done some work to like set it up, and you know people who worked with me or something are going to finish it. That I would be yeah. happy with that, but like honestly, yeah. at this point, I don't even want her to work more. I just want her to rest. <laughs> yes, the, you should hope your manga heroes fucking retire yes. before they die at the table. Like that's the only two options for them. yeah. Um, but that's, that's where that's at. So I guess we can wrap this up. Um, yeah, it's nice. You come Uh, on and we have, we do a cool one hour. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's cause we're like biting off very reasonable amounts to talk about. Yeah. Um, we just cover the stuff and it's good. I always enjoy coming on. I'd love to do a podcast where I just have to show up after I've read a thing. I wasn't even planning. I just read it cause I wanted to read it. I wasn't even planning to do it for work. Yeah. Um, I was half joking when I first messaged you and you're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll show up for anything. I don't yeah. care. You tell me to come in and uh, record on basically anything you want. And I'd say, yes. So, <laughs> um, and we don't have emails. So I just checked one last time just in case anyone okay, got it fine. in. So, um, I'm probably going to try and edit this and get this out tonight. Hey, damn. We're just both dropping casts. Yeah. Um, I'm debating on what music to do, but I think I have some ideas. Okay. Um. So, I think I'll, we'll, I'll still just do bye for the sign off, or you know, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Since it's a cafe, I get yeah, sure. I guess you know, to people the, should listen to the new abnormal mapping about uh fate hollow Axia. Yeah, it's fucking good. Um, 
The best game back club. That's where you can find it. Also, this hasn't come up in this specific feed in Ghost Divers. Um, I joined for a VoIP Life, which is your like ten dollar premium podcast. Um, yeah, you can get that on the Export Audio Network for five dollars. Yeah, at a discount. Audio, give them five dollars. Um, yeah. So people can go check those out. We got to find an excuse to get you back on to uh, VoIP because it was just fun to talk shit about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you need that much of an excuse. Just invite me. I'll be there. That's true. That's true. Um, do you want to do any final? It's a really thoughts? good episode. We made a bunch of lists. We That's did. all. I just want to <laughs> let people know. We looked at the a thousand one movies to see before you die, like book list, and then made lists based on that. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, I'm still kind of amazed that I came out on top for most watching that list. Um, I was surprised I was as close to you as as I was. That's the actual thing. I just assume you've seen way more than me. Yeah. And you have, but not like as much as I thought. <laughs> yeah. I think some of it too is that I just have my weird niches um, mm-hmm. where I've just seen more than like in certain genres than most people in the US have at all. That's um, true. That's true. Th- also, you like went to film school. Yeah. And um, you've been into movies more consistently. Like I was. That's. Into mo- <laughs> I'm into movies in fits and starts. <laughs> I feel like when I'm into movies, I'm into movies pretty consistently, but I did just have yeah. a long period of time after grad school oh, where, okay. uh, I did not know you that. Yeah. It was sap. So. It was pulled out of me. Um, grad yeah, school, especially university of Chicago can just like really kill your passion for something. So, mm. um, I think the very first episode of, cause Connor also went to university of Chicago for grad school. And I think the very mm. first episode of Ghost Divers, uh, we talked about how people should not go to the University of Chicago for grad school. Um, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. So uh, I took your advice. Do you know, That's the only reason. You stopped me. I was going to. <laughs> but. Well, I've saved a life. Um, yeah. Do you want to do any other plugs? or? You can follow me on Twitter at EM underscore being. That's it. Yeah. People, you know, I, I play, like, listen to that normal mapping. It's really good. My friend Kim came through. We talked about Fate Holler X. It's a really good game. Um, we do a rep movie podcast called Reptory Screenings, reptoryscreenings.com, uh, where we watch a movie every two weeks. We just recorded on the Madness of King George. That'll be out on Monday or Tuesday. It might be Tuesday because of the holiday. Um, we're going to watch Paris, Texas next. Autumn will be thrilled. Oh, I think Autumn also placed that on the ornate stairwells yeah. thing already. So okay. we might just all yeah, be doing um, it. None of us have seen it. Destiny just kind of picked it because there's one she was able to see. So um, yeah, I, I don't think I've seen it. I may watch it and be like, Oh, I've seen it because that happens so often with movies, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> um, and then people can follow me at Fox Momnia on Twitter. Um, and you can follow the podcast at ghost divers pod on Twitter. Yeah. Right into ghostdiverspot at gmail.com for yeah I can't wait to be on next time when we cover demon slayer (laughs) (laughs) um I I was gonna be like if I read berserk before autumn would we just do a manga cafe on it or would that be whatever podcast you had planned that never happened because autumn didn't read it no i we had no podcast planned it was literally like we could be talking about it in front of batman i would absolutely come back for a manga cafe about berserk if okay you want to. <laughs> that's that's gonna be like a half hour podcast. i love berserk i think it's like a masterwork i don't have a lot to say about berserk the things i like about it are just like on the face of it yeah um, very good book um but. 
that would also fit with this is the the biggest cheating for the rule that I have, which is that most of these are going to be around manga that I plan to have on uh, Ghost Divers at some point. Um, mm. And I do plan to do Paradise Kiss at some point, and it was literally going to be before Nana, but then I just got Nana brained. So um, literally, Nana knocked it off of our list of things to do immediately <laughs> for the show. But we will get around to it. Um, and Berserk, we already have the anime on there, so people can look forward to that. Oh, okay. Uh, the, which one? I say, knowing the answer in my <laughs> the, heart. The what? 80-something uh, one? What year was it? Okay. Oh, that was 90s. 90s, maybe? That was like 98, something like that. Um, that could be... Let me check the... Uh, I haven't seen it. Don't intend to. Yeah. I'm pretty perfectly happy. Um, the thing about reading manga that happens every time is I read a manga and I have a great time and I look at the adaptation. I'm like, this never adapted the stuff I like. It adapted the first arc or the first like few arcs, but then the book goes in a different direction. I think is really good and interesting and they don't get there. And I'm just mad every single time. Yeah. Well, as the time that this episode we're recording, this episode is coming out. Uh, the Bacchano episodes are happening in the feed. Um, and then we're doing lane next, which I'm currently watching and recording about. Paranoia Agent, yeah. Kino's Journey. Then we're doing Iron-Blooded Orphans, scoping that out from underneath UGP. Um, I was going to say, late, other than that, you've just been kind of stealing our thunder over and over again. So yeah. it's nice to see you like get ahead of us for once. We have our uh, schedule posted on where everyone can see it, so it's not hard to get ahead of yeah. us. Um, and then after Iron-Blooded Orphans, the plan is we're going to like uh, go back and forth between picks from me and Connor. Um mm-hmm. And wait, what was this? Not that's the way you were doing it already. Uh, no, previously we kind of just like came up with a list of here are some anime we want to cover. Um, and I've just mm. watched a lot more than Connor, so I feel like more of my stuff got on there. Um, but also mm-hmm. it's stuff where like I introduced Connor to Ghost in the Shell, and then he loves it, and we're eventually gonna basically do every Ghost in the Shell thing, including like mm. the bad anime, just because. The name of the podcast is Ghost Divers. It feels fair enough. It feels the closest that we have to doing something like a GGP project. Um, but yeah, and so it's going to start with a Connor pick of Psychopaths. Then I'm doing Nana, and then we've decided that we will sometimes slot in picks from guests. And uh, Autumn already said that they wanted to do Berserk, so that's going to happen. Ninety-seven. Okay. So, but that will be right, twenty close. twenty-five or twenty twenty-four. I um. I would ask to be on here, but I already watched too much anime, and uh, you you go too slow. <laughs> <laughs> we go too slow. Um, like you go way faster than yeah. GGP, but you don't. You can't compete with like Beach. House yeah, space. that's true. We're we're in the space in between. Um, yeah. But if there's ever a show that you do want to do on Ghost Divers, there'll be a guest slot always open and available. Yeah. So. The actual answer is I watch too much damn anime as it is. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't need an excuse to get on a podcast to talk about anime. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish I had an excuse to not do that. <laughs> um well I will release you from talking about manga. Um manga's great, <laughs> man. I'd love to do more manga pods, but um I don't read the same things as Jackson like ever. Uh yeah. And nobody asked for manga other than Rick. We we do have a manga coming up this summer. I don't remember what it is, but that will be happening. Yeah. I think we have an, I think we have a beach house about Scott Pilgrim at the end of the year. That's going to be fun to revisit. I haven't revisited yeah. that in years. I remember liking it a lot. 
So technically a manga. This is actually a funny connection. The way that I first heard about Scott Pilgrim um, is in the mm. back of a shoujo beat that I was reading at a Borders because of Nana. There was an <laughs> ad for um, Scott Pilgrim that was, uh, what's the guy's name who wrote it? Oh, Brian Lee O'Malley. Yeah, Brian Lee O'Malley. Um, and so it was like a little like comic strip that that uh, he drew that was, you know, there was a little ad next to it, but it was just kind of like a gag strip. Um, and the whole thing mm-hmm. was being about like, uh, what am I doing? Like writing something for Shoujo B. I'm not a girl. Um, and it was just like my first introduction was just the most like <laughs> bizarre. Um, and then people got into it I and I was this. like, that one? Okay, I guess I'll read it. <laughs> It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. solid. Yeah. Um, it's nice and breezy. It's six volumes. Can't can't beat a short book. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. We're, we should finish this. Yeah. It's late. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everyone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>